All right, good morning. It is WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. I'm Kelly Rippin, Stephen Albritton, and Fletcher Keel. We've got a whole array of things to get to this it's, morning. It's been a morning. It's Just been a morning. That's a good way to put it. Um, we're going to start with the crash on 74 heading westbound. So right at the Ohio, Indiana state line, if you are traveling from Ohio into Indiana, because it may be too early for you to do northeast, southwest. We gotcha. Uh, we had a semi that overturned on the interstate, spilling whatever it was hauling uh, onto the roadway. We believe, and uh, Lacey, I'm just double checking with her now because uh, she did get confirmation from the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department on what was spilled. We had heard that that was chicken byproduct mm. and that it was Delicious. slippery. Delicious. <laughs> um, but more so it's causing a mess for people who are trying to get from Ohio into Indiana. So New Haven Road is where the detour was happening. There are a couple of roads, but they are side roads. So just know that it's going to add time onto your commute if you do from go from Ohio and Indiana, Indiana. But it looked like they had gotten at least a lane open. Mm -hmm. That was at least moving a, as of seven. Right. It was uh, moving a little bit. But the question is, how fast will they get everything open back up? And there's still even more construction traffic a little bit further along okay. so there's going to be yeah you just drove drops. it so you know yeah, yeah it goes to one lane on a bridge so it might be just a bottleneck for a while there so okay good to know um yes just a heads up there so that is happening this morning um and we'll update you when we know that that has for sure cleared yes um chicken byproduct confirmed from Lacey. <laughs> so just what she wanted you're welcome to, hear today. Yeah. <laughs> to think what about a, what a great way to start your morning slimy chicken byproduct all up in, okay. your, in your ear pregnant lady we're done <laughs> yeah, this conversation's over you're right you're right we'll move on um the news overnight, which was expected, as we talked about yesterday, um, Trump announcing his 2024 bid in a press conference at, or party, I'm not sure what it all was, uh, happening down in Florida. Yeah, he happens to combine blur, press conference, rally, party. All of these. Ha has for seven years, will continue to do so now. Uh, and yeah, the first shot fired across the bow from either side officially. Of course, there have been hints that uh, from the Biden administration that he and he will re-seek the office in 2024, but this is the first official word that we've gotten, um, and it comes less than a day after, um, I believe, the last gubernatorial race was called in Arizona. Um, so, yeah, so the presidential race is already here. If you were uh, tired of the midterms, we've already got 2024 happening. Yeah, and there was a lot of, um, you know, talk within the Republican Party asking the former president to hold off on this not announcement yeah. so he doesn't Especially uh, with the Georgia runoff, yeah. Yeah, with the Georgia runoff, you know, hoping not to distract away from that. But, you know, we all know it was really the worst-kept secret. He teased right. it when he was here in Ohio the day before the midterms, you know, planned for a big announcement coming up. And, uh, yeah, well, it's going to be uh, two years of campaigning, getting out ahead. Um, there's been a lot of uh, pushback within the Republican Party mm -hmm. saying they we think we've moved on from President Trump. We need a stronger person to uh, lead. Uh, uh, Ivanka Trump, his own daughter, says she's not going to be, um, at least, I don't know, on the campaign trail, but not in his cabinet like or whatever. More, but yeah, just involved stepping in the, back. the day to day. Yeah, yeah. she said, I got to focus on my children and my family, which, I mean, yeah, she's got young children. So, mm -hmm. understandably, that they're probably very busy and, and deciding that that's kind of what they want to focus on. So, uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see Ron DeSantis polling ahead of Trump in some areas and yeah, some Florida's situations. Yeah. So, um, that will be a conversation to be had. But I laughed just because you said if you were tired of the midterms, we're jumping right into it, and we are. Yeah. I was tired of the midterms. We, we haven't even started commitment 2023. <laughs> we have elections the, in 2023. The, the people elected uh, haven't even been sworn in. No. Nope. Uh, they, they had their like, orientation first day, yeah. was orientation. yesterday, yeah. yeah. So here we go. 
Here we go. <laughs> it, never um, it never ends. It never ends. But we are lucky to live in a country where we can vote and all that. Yeah, I don't want that to be lost on anyone. All right. Uh, let's move on to the Poland missile. Big, big update that came through about 6 o'clock this morning. Yeah, it was one of those stories that we were watching heavily yesterday. The initial reports that a Russian missile landed in Poland. Poland is an ally of the United States. We are all members of NATO. So if you attack one, you are attacking all. So there was a lot of caution immediately when we heard that two people were killed in Poland from this Russian missile. That was a Russian-made missile. There was a lot of everybody kind of stepping back. Let's get the facts first. Right. And this morning, Poland's president came out and said it appears to be an accident where it was Ukraine firing this Russian-made missile at other Russian missiles, and it just happened to fall in Poland. So everybody kind of taking a step back, a sigh of relief. Even Russia praised the Biden administration for its restraint and just finding the facts first. That will still be a conversation. I 100%. mean, there will absolutely yes. be a lot of focus on what took place here, how to avoid it, um, what all has gone on between Ukraine and Russia, and then obviously how that has impacted the rest of the world. I'm going to just hold off right now on talking about the Artemis One launch because I don't want to. I don't want to launch Stephen and then have to rein him back in <laughs> for right. weather. We do have to talk about the forecast because it is chilly. It is cold. Meteorologist Randy Rico. All right, so for today, our temperatures stay stuck in the 30s. And we've seen a few flurries and some areas of mist in the early morning hours. Looks like there's a couple more of those things trying to get going here right over top of areas between Mason and Loveland, over top of Kings, maybe seeing a quick sprinkle or a flurry. And as we go through the day, that will continue to be a possibility. Our temperatures right now are in the low to mid 30s, and you can expect a chance for a few passing snow showers that would melt on contact around lunchtime. Temperatures staying chilly through the weekend. Okay, now we can get into it. <laughs> he right. set his alarm. He was ready to go. You woke up about, what, 12.50 for the 104 yeah. launch window opening. You had some news initially, but you didn't have to wait too, too long. No, they had a, uh, a hold on the count. It got to about 10 minutes left, and they paused it because there was a valve leak that they actually had to send in this group called the Red Team, especially trained guys to go in when this giant controlled bomb, that's what a rocket is, right. is armed and ready and full of propellant and explosive. They sent these guys in there to go tighten some valves down to uh, stop that leak. And they went in, did their job, got out. And the next thing you know, the flight director went through all the checks and said, hey, let's launch this let's thing. Do it. And it was a picture perfect launch as far as I know about rocket launches being picture perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it is on its way to the moon right now. It was beautiful. Uh, the night launches, uh, I think, are my favorite. Mm. Day launches are very cool as well, no right. matter what. A launch is, uh, it's uh, one of those you've things You've seen you them can't... in person. Yeah, and but the I'm night. just over here. <laughs> I know. As commoners. No, Listen, right. and like fly. sometimes by accident, which is a very weird thing to do in Florida. You're just like driving down the road. You're like, uh-huh, there is a rocket going into the sky. I mean, you know it's happening, but it's pretty cool. Um, but the night launches are really, really neat. Mm. And um, one of my old coworkers put a video up, and he was like, it goes from night to day, and like you literally literally see the entire sky light up. So yeah, uh, it was beautiful, but this is just step one. There's a lot to happen here. Yes, this is Artemis one. It's got nobody on board. Right. It has some mannequins that are covered in sensors to see how a human body will react on its entire trip with, you know, radiation, space flight, things like that. So it's going to take its trip around the moon. 1.3 million miles come back on December 11th. A couple years from now, they're going to put people on board to make the same trip. That's going to do a lap around the moon, maybe two laps. Come on back 25 or 2025, 2026. Hopefully, with no delays, you know, space flight is a expensive and hard to do. Right. But hopefully by then they'll put a, uh, another crew on board with the first woman, the first person of color, and they're going to land on the moon. Then 
leave even more equipment and hope to have a uh, permanent base there sometime in the distant future. Cool. So and, a lot of steps here. And those people on those next two plan launches will be astronauts, not the celebrities or right. Jeff Just Bezos handpicked type people, right? Yes, yeah, okay. people trained, trained. especially <laughs> for this and uh, we're in training right now to be hopefully be one of the lucky few selected to go back to the moon. It's been the first time since the Apollo missions in the uh, 70s. If they send the if they send a commoner, and I don't want you to think that I'm calling you common in any way, shape, or form. He has volunteered on multiple occasions, yes, so uh, Stephen is, is ready. There. His name is out there. Uh, there is a local connection as well that um, is really neat. L3 Harris is a company based in Mason, and they had a part in some of the technology that was on Artemis 1, and we knew that because they have been involved in launches in the past, but also um, they were part of saying like, hey, I believe some of their technology was part of, uh, part of saying, hey, we can't do this the first time. Um, so a lot of them this morning reporting to work in Mason, very excited and proud of their work that has been part of making this happen. We have rocket scientists in our, in our community, that's cool. Um, they're not all just uh, on the Space Coast or in Texas or on the California coast. So it's fun that they are right here and able to have a contribution to that. You can learn more about L3Harris, WLWT.com, because Meredith Stutz uh, talked with them this morning. And then to um, a and story. Speaking of Meredith. Speaking of Meredith. <laughs> she was here until 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon Ooh. trying to secure her Taylor Swift tickets. And it was worth it for her because she was one of, I shouldn't say lucky few because a lot of people got tickets, but. She was though. Yeah, it as was. As far as the a, process going it was smoothly. A day. She logged on at 9.30. A lot of people logged on at 9.30 to get set up. 9.30 to 3 o'clock. To 3 o'clock. It was crazy. And, you know, this is, I think, a bigger conversation, whether you're a Taylor Swift fan or not. Ticketmaster. They have a monopoly on this whole thing mm -hmm. and the whole ticket buying process. And I think that's where people get frustrated. As Randy mentioned, this was the pre-sale. You knew exactly how many people had a pre-sale code and how many tickets they could potentially buy. So you knew how many tickets were going to potentially go for sale. And still, it was just like system crash, failure, verified fans were being told they weren't verified. Mm -hmm. This man is a saint. Um, there were a lot of very stressed out women in the newsroom, and he was like, I got you. I can't help you necessarily, but I'm going to keep everyone calm and have them try again. And it worked eventually. But um, yeah, I mean, there are super fans who are devastated because they didn't get tickets and they were verified for presale. But then, as I was telling you guys, um, when I got on, I did get on. I was looking at a different show from Cincinnati and I was trying to help out one of our coworkers. And every time I would click seats, they just, just poof, gone. Like, My wife had that issue it was yesterday crazy. as well. Yeah. And Another issue is the supposedly this whole process is put together so bots can't get in, mm -hmm. uh, steal up groups and groups and groups of tickets, and then resale up with massive 100% upcharge yeah, which on are, which StubHub, are already out there. Yeah. which yeah. wound up happening. 15 minutes after it uh, got launched, it yeah. launched, we were talking in the newsroom about, hey, there's already tickets for sale on StubHub, and they're $1,500 already for, for what should for be a $45 seat. Uh, well, none of the tickets were $45. I think they started at like 109 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was just like uh, out, outrageous that it happened that quickly. And because of the issues they saw, they did already delay the Capital One sale was supposed to happen at like two or three yesterday. Mm -hmm. They were like, yeah, just kidding. That's going to happen on Wednesday. And also the general sale, I think, is supposed to happen today? Uh, Friday. Friday. Friday morning. Okay. 10 a.m. But that's going to be, be a bigger bigger fiasco. Capital One was today. 
Capital One was no. Capital One was supposed to be yesterday, but now is t anyway. It's just look to double check if you were planning on buying them at a certain time. Look to double check. Um, yeah, I mean, and they kept saying unprecedented numbers. Yeah, we get it. We know. We knew yeah. that. Everyone but, knew that. But the thing about unprecedented numbers, it's only unprecedented if you don't know what the number is. Because if you know what the number is, which as you mentioned, as Randy mentioned, you know what the number. It's not unprecedented. It's that number. It's the number that your people budgeted. Add for. the servers. Add the staff beforehand. Taylor Swift is not a new artist. We know what kind of. People she brings to the show, how many people people go to back-to-back -back shows, travel to cities to see her. Like there's people are crazy, that's it, for sure. Mm, and it, they'll spend the money, and that's the problem: is people, no matter what, will spend the money. The tickets will sell out, and then everyone will move on. But I, I do think the Swifties they hold grudges, as <laughs> as I'm sure a few people in Hollywood could tell you. Um, so I, I don't know that they'll let this go. We will have to wait yeah. and see. Oh. And um, you, we'll keep you updated on general sale and, of course, the weekend. That Swift takes over Cincinnati next in summer. Yeah, this is only time. tickets. Imagine <laughs> what happens when the Swifties descend on Cincinnati next summer. Oh my goodness! All right, that's all we have time for. We got to get to our cut in here shortly, but we will be back on the back half of the week Thursday.